What's going on, FA Nation? Jonathan Pemba here with James Grande. Welcome to the MLB DFS Playbook here on Better Sports Network on the Fantasy Slam social channels as well. Uh, James, kicking off here Monday, seven-game main slate. We're going to be previewing for everybody here. Uh, we have Coors Field on the on the slate. We have maybe a little weather pop-up issue uh, in Atlanta. So a lot of variables as we work our way into the summer. Yeah, interesting slate to kick off the week. We love the seven games. Um, interesting to see some pitchers taking the mound. Um, should be a good slate. Um, you know, we have cores as you mentioned and that game opens with Miami as a favorite I find that quite interesting um we don't really have many spreads Sean that are like anything the only thing of significance on terms of the money line Luis Castillo minus 300 against Kyle Muller and yeah. I just don't get that uh, I know Luis Castillo is obviously better than Oakland, but minus 300? Seattle's yeah, been that. Interesting I mean, movement, right? Open minus 290, already up to minus 300. Opened at an 8 over-under, down to 7.5. So I wonder how many people just saw Oakland get complete game shutout thrown against them right. by Frank Braval does, and they're like, oh, let's go right. hit let's go hit some, some Seattle. <laughs> um, so interesting there. We don't have the cores over under at the time of this recording, so we'll have to wait there. We do have nine implied runs in uh, Dodgers and Braves, eight and a half in Tigers and Royals, eight in Astros, Milwaukee, seven and a half in that in that Oakland Seattle game you alluded to. Um, nothing for Boston, LA. Nothing for Miami, Colorado. But it yeah, is cores, so just you know. I am curious a little bit here. You know, we talk a lot about how sometimes DraftKings dupes us with starting pitching. Uh, where we ha are looking at uh, for our starting pitchers, uh, let's see here. Does MLB.com – so MLB.com has both the Angels starting pitcher and the Rockies starting pitcher as TBD. Okay. Uh, DraftKings has Chase Anderson and – is it Chase? Yeah, Chase Silseth. Um, as the two pitchers for Colorado and the Angels here. So be on the lookout for that. Chase Anderson obviously pitched really well in his most recent outing. Uh, we all were all geared up to sack against him in Cincinnati. Five innings, one earned run in that game. Uh, so he could be on the mound here against Miami, but it doesn't seem like we have an official announcement yet by MLB.com at least. And then Jay, Chase Silseth here uh, would is potentially going to be an opener, it seems like, or starting for the angels but again no official espn uh, has them both espn has them both for the record i okay. also see mlb.com uh in the same as you do yeah. but on um yeah um espn.com they have both okay. pictures so something just to watch there as we break down this slate here that could change or stay the same but uh we don't have totals at least on those you know on those sites because no official starting pitcher has seemingly been announced. They could just be projecting much like DraftKings is here. Right. Um, so just something to take into account there. But that said, let's get into our, our pitching here. Seven games. Uh, Christian Javier is at your top at $10,000 up against the Milwaukee Brewers in Milwaukee. Charlie Morton's at home against the Dodgers at 9400 Luis Castillo, as you mentioned, only 9200 bucks here at home against Oakland. And Corbin Burns is at home against Houston at nine k. Uh, your top four pitches up over $9,000 today. Yeah, I mean, Javier's been great, so I have no problem getting to him at 10K. I know it's a tougher matchup against Milwaukee, um, but, I mean, he's been so good for all but one start this year. The strikeouts are there. Um, the damage has 
basically been limited. The home runs, he, he's given up a lot of home runs, but um, nothing overly damaging. Um, 22 plus fantasy points in four of his last five starts. So I'm okay getting to Javier. I love what Charlie Morton has done, but I don't think we can really get there against the Dodgers. That's a very tough spot. If you want to be contrarian, by all means do so. The field is going to go to Luis Castillo. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it, um, given the matchup. And you know what? Luis Castillo hasn't been great. He's only paid off this price tag a couple of times this year. I will say Oakland and you and I have talked about it a couple of times. We like Oakland, but they're just much better against lefties. Their lineup yeah. is better against left-handed pitching, so I'm okay. Yeah, strike a rate in baseball against right-handed pitching is Oakland this yeah. year, 26%, a 215 average, uh, 291 Woba, uh, 139 ISO. So uh, some pretty weak numbers there. Um, and we talk about, listen, you're right, we do like Milwaukee. We generally like Milwaukee righties against weaker pitching, right? So, yeah. um, you know, they have a lot of lefty bats in their lineup. They don't strike out a ton. They're right in the middle of the pack there. Uh, in, in strikeout rate against right-handed pitching at 23%, um, you know, but against an elite strikeout pitcher or, yeah. or a guy that can be an elite strikeout pitcher, I, I do lean uh, that and probably makes him a really good pivot off of Castillo here. Right. Um, the Dodgers are one of the best teams against right-handed pitching yeah. across the board, over 200 yeah. ISO, nothing we want to deal with uh, there. Uh, what about Corbin Burns? Any interest here at all? I know Houston is scary-ish. But as I tweeted out earlier today, uh, James Caprillion was basically no I hitting him for five innings. So uh, it wasn't until the A's bullpen came in did anything really get done there. You know, Corbin Burns is a former Cy Young Award winner. Current form Corbin Burns is looking pretty okay, pretty right? So, you know, what do you think an ownership percentage would be on Corbin Burns here at home against Houston? Um, if I were to, like, he'd probably be of these top guys third. I would say I would say Castillo, Javier, Burns, Morton. That's how I would sure. guess they would like slot in ownership, which obviously is a good contrarian pivot to a Castillo who has probably pitched worse than Corbin Burns overall. Right. Um, so yeah, I think Corbin Burns is a nice pivot. Um, just like you said, it is obviously one pitcher is facing Oakland and one is pitching Houston with a right. basically a full lineup for Houston. Right. Yep. 100%. Uh, tier below, Alex Cobb, Bailey Ober, Michael Lorenzen, who you you picked up in our in our seasonal league, yep. uh, and, and Tanner Houck, Brady Singer, sort of that mid-tier range. Obviously, we have two pitchers up over AK. We got three pitchers in the 7K range here. Lorenzen, I mean, against Kansas City, is that, a, is that more appealing to you than a Cobb versus Minnesota or an Ober versus San Francisco? I mean, Kansas City is, uh, you know, bottom – three in basically every statistical category against right-handed pitching. They also strike out a boatload against right-handed pitching. I think the seven strikeouts was a little bit of an anomaly for Lorenzen, just considering he hasn't missed a lot of bats this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, this the starts prior. Yes, he had six in his debut, but three, one, five, four strikeouts yeah. in the, in the four. Like he's not well, those ground ball outs, the there, ground 10, balls 12 and 12. That's yeah. where Lorenzen makes his, he has the heart sinker. Um, and he's looked really good in his last three starts. He's getting deep into games. He's throwing a lot of pitches. So, yeah, I mean, I could definitely see myself getting Florenzen. I know San Francisco continues to be good, but so does Billy Ober, dude. Right. Like, he is, and I and I think we were all kind of like, well, what is Billy Ober now that he has to face the Dodgers? Well, he blanked the Dodgers. Yeah. One run over six innings. 
Like that's your litmus test right there. Whether you like what you're going to keep doing, because when you face Washington, Kansas City, Cleveland, to some extent San Diego, it's not yeah. like murderers row. But right. the Dodgers are, uh, especially in the midst of the Dodgers winning a lot of games lately. So um, I love Bailey O'Brady 100. I mean, he's was just 8500 last start, allowed one earned run to one of the best teams of baseball, and they were like, you know what? I think we should drop his price four hundred dollars. So. <laughs> Uh, I like Ober. I like Lorenzen. Probably can't get to Tanner Houck. I know he was good for us in that, like for like for a foreign foreign five five innings, right? Then he come out for the yeah sixth five inning innings. Four earned, ended up getting tagged onto him. Wasn't all his yeah. fault. The bullpen came in and just uh, unloaded there. Unfortunately, on him there, uh, he was. We I mean we were we were t- chatting up. We're like, dude, this yep. is this is this a is money great. spot yeah. right here. Uh, I agree with you. Probably don't. Probably don't pin this one back. Um, too much power in that lineup and Otani and oh, let's see, Otani pitched today. Do you think he's in a lineup tomorrow, or, or do you think he gets a day off? Um, well, we saw Trout get the day off two games ago, or sure. three. He got a get a uh, game off over the weekend. Probably Otani. Yeah, if if Otani's not in the lineup, maybe you look to Hauk. But what's more appealing to you, Hauk or Brady Singer, who the last <laughs> two starts has actually looked decent-ish? I mean, dude, he was so good last year. You know, like right? it just, it just fell is off. He, like, is he, is he, if he's if he's figuring it out now, he is not a seven thousand dollar pitcher, right? Correct. correct. So uh, against has Detroit, been a little better. I right? mean, you know, there's some interest. There, there could be something. The strikeout numbers could be better, but Chicago and San Diego, not like big strikeout teams. Um, Detroit, we know, generally better against left-handed pitching. Uh, on the year against right-handed pitching, Detroit's 25th in WOBA. Right. Uh, they have a – let's see, what's their ISO against right-handed pitching? They rank 29th in ISO. The biggest issue, I guess, is they don't strike out surprisingly. Detroit uh, against right-handed pitching, there's a 19.5% strikeout rate. So, um, uh, sorry, that's over the last two weeks, those numbers. So, uh, last two weeks, they're not striking out, but they're not getting on base at all. They're just abysmal. Uh, on the season, they have the eighth highest strikeout rate at 24%, and their numbers are equally as bad. Dead last in Woba. Uh, OPS, they're dead last. Isolated power, they're 28th. Batting average, they are 27th. So three straight starts for good starts for Brady Singer, maybe on the way. Pair him up with, with Castillo. He's had four good starts and five bad starts. There's been nothing in between. It's just been right. good or bad. He's either um, been usable or not usable. So. Um, yeah, I mean, look, he's given us 20 fantasy point upside this year. I still think he's a better pitcher than this. The strikeouts have been a little concerning because they're not, I mean, they, you know. Yeah, he also hasn't, I mean, he hasn't been in games long enough to also rack up a lot of pitch sure. strikeouts too sure. sometimes. So not helping his cause, but uh, I don't mind it. I, I definitely think Brady Singer is going to be in my player pool. I mean, heck, I wrote up Patrick Corbin on Saturday. So uh, at this point, everything's, right. everything's on the right. table. So. Right. Uh, anybody else for you? I mean, no, if Anderson, no, 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 move on, move on, okay, move on. All right, catcher, catcher position, Salvi, $5,100, keeps hitting bombs. Dude, he is, he's hitting 40 again this year. I don't know. That's right, in, in, uh, in our league, there, uh, hasn't, hasn't had a reply yet. Probably not going to go well, though. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see. 
Uh, let's see here. Murphy's at 5K. I don't know, man. I don't really love a, a lot of these catcher matchups here. Yeah. Um, Cal Rally. Longest catcher spot. If Rally plays, he gets Kyle Mueller here. Um, he had neck spasm, so obviously like yeah. that could continue. Um, Darno homered on Sunday, hits in three straight. I would go to Darno against Stone. Um, if you look, if there if there is a contrarian spot, it's playing Oakland. Shea Langoliers has been significantly better against right-handed pitching. Luis Castillo coming off like bad start after bad yeah. start. It's not again. This isn't a guy who's coming into the start pitching great. I mean, four earned, three earned, five earned. The last three starts, he's allowed six uh, six home runs over his last four starts. It's this isn't a guy pitching at his peak ability. Sure. Langoliers has power against right-handed pitching, so I would consider Langoliers. I would consider whatever catcher starts for in in both. On both sides of the Boston LA game, whatever whatever catchers are starting, all in play. Tom Murphy's heating up. Tom Murphy is heating up, and he's going to play. And he's going to probably 30. play. And he's going to play because if Raleigh doesn't. Now I played. I did play Tom Murphy on Sunday. He did let me down big time. That's much like Seattle has every single time they've been on a field this year. Yeah. Uh, but I would definitely go to Tom Murphy um, if uh, he's in. The yeah, I'm with you. First base position here. Uh, again, Otani is up there. Love Matt Olson, though, at 5,200, if that ends up being a game that plays. Again, we're looking at some weather. Uh, it's supposed to rain pretty much all day in Atlanta, but right around first pitch, weather, at least based off uh, weather.com, seems like it starts to clear up a bit. We all know all the time, summer-ish months in Atlanta, pop-up yep. storms, weather systems sort of linger. So we'll update everybody on the Atlanta weather situation when we go live at 5 p.m. Eastern on Monday, uh, breaking everything down there. But I do love Matt Olson here at $5,200. Uh, Pasquantino, we're always kind of big fans of his at $4,100 is there. Um, if if France will ever break out of a slump, maybe, maybe it happens against Kyle, Kyle Mueller. Um, he's $3,900. You have Moustakis at 37 Gets Cabrera, who's been playing uh, pretty much every day. Uh, for this team since CJ Crone went down. So a lot of interesting names here, but not always the best matchups. Yeah, I don't love like this tier necessarily after Olsen. Um I hate Garrett Cooper at 5K, truthfully. I don't yeah. I'm probably not gonna get there. Moose was on the loose a little bit on Sunday. Moose has been getting a little loose lately, John, for you. Yeah, Give him more consistent playing time. So Kirloff homered again on Sunday. Like, this dude is a freaking monster. I would go there. 34, I know Alex Cobb is good, but um, Prado hit second on Sunday. I think he moves probably back down the lineup. Maybe an interesting uh, an interesting arrival to the Angels lineup is Jared yeah, Walsh. Walsh. Yeah, $2,300. Um, I like that. Honestly. I'm not... A, it's pretty good. Like, I'm not against attacking Tanner Houck. I know, like... look. Honestly, the only like reliable pitcher for the Red Sox right now is James Paxton. Yeah, it could be a punt spot. You could go Walsh, could go Cassis in that same yeah spot. same game. Yeah, they're both. I I think this game is is very very stackable. Yeah, very very stackable. Silseth, yeah. Silseth was not good last year. 
Uh, lefties have given Hauk all the issues this year. 8-10 8, OPS, 343 Woba. So. Yeah, Walsh had, what, 30 home runs a couple years ago? Yeah, Jared so, Walsh is a good player. He's a good player. And he, oh, I mean, he can't hit lefties for anything, but he hits righties very, very well. Which uh, works out well for them because they have Brandon Drury on this team. So, Correct. Yeah. Uh, second base position. Estrada is your top guy there at 57. Altuve back in the line at 51. Araz, singles hitter, but Coors, 55. Um, your top price guys. I don't think I'm paying up for any of those three, though. No, I'm I'm good. Yeah, I don't think so either. Uh, mid-tier range. Kind of gross. Uh, Albies, I think you can always just kind of throw into an Atlanta stack, even though it's not the right split that we generally play him at. He's 47. I mean, I commented on McKinstry to you the other yeah. day, and he homered, stole a bag today. Yep. Yeah, he's fine. Maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe. Not I mean, he, he was maybe. off in the he was off in the the Saturday game, so like, yeah. he's pretty much every game he's starting, he's doing something. So, yeah. uh, Emmanuel Valdez homered off uh, off of our guy there, um, uh, Joe uh, Musgrove. Yeah, Musgrove. So uh, did not do much at all in today's game, over two, but uh, a little power uh, potentially yeah. are removed from Sunday's game for precautionary reasons. So I guess we have to wait and see if he'll even be in the lineup. So that's something to pay attention to there. Jeez. Uh, Harold Castro. Pablo Reyes, Reyes, right? Pablo He's Reyes. Yeah, Pablo Reyes, Harold Castro, second base, hitting 379 over his last 10 games. Um, in cores and uh, Xavier Edwards for the Marlins switch hitter second base outfielder he's playing pretty much every day right now with all their injuries so uh, yeah. he's a fast fast dude $2,700 Xavier, Ed- Xavier Edwards for this. all right uh, third base position here Devers is your top guy at 59 you have Muncie at 52 Riley under 5k at 49 McMahon in cores at 48 Bregman's at 46 all of them. Devers is elite as it gets. Muncie, we know, like, no one's going to play him in this game. He's going to double down because that's what he's done literally all year. You can play McMahon 48. He's heating up in cores. Not going to, it's just Bregman. Just, he's, yeah, not, not there, doing Bregman. Right? Uh, Suarez um, at 4K against Lefty here, Muir. This, here's the thing the Mariners had such a good lefty matchup on Sunday, and they did nothing. The numbers suggest that they're going to turn around. They all have very good numbers against lefties, but they just don't put it together in the same game. Like, right. I'm okay getting to Suarez, but here here comes another situation, a chalky Seattle team that's just not good offensively, and a bad pitcher is going to shut them down. Like, right. I, like I, I, in theory, I am interested, but I just, I'm preparing myself for what's going to happen. Sure. Um, Casey Smith just keeps hitting. Sold back to and stealing, well. yeah, and stealing bases now. Like he's just a, just a, the goat. Uh, so I, I don't hate I don't hate that spot for him there. Uh, I got nothing else down here though. What it, would you have interest in Segura if he let off? Hitting two yeah, a leadoff hitter in cores is always interesting. But he's hitting two oh four two hundred, so yeah. probably not. But maybe um, shortstop. Some good talent here, right? Robbie Witt at the top of 54. Pena is a tough spot at 48. Um, where else are we going? Um, yeah, Bobby Witt's fine. Jeremy Pena, 48. Eh. I could get to Javi at... No, nah, no, he's back to being uh, nothing. Um, 
Birdie, I guess? 45? Okay, so maybe we see John Birdie lead off. Three for five, his last game. Um, 313 over his last 10. I guess John Birdie would probably be the first sure. place I'd go. <laughs> like, oof, another terrible position, John. Terrible. Yeah, not, not. We can play not Casey really... Schmidt here. <laughs> we can play Casey Schmidt here. I mean, honestly, right? You might as yeah. well. Joey Wendell. Uh, smaller slates. We talk about this all the time. It gets a little. It gets a little tough. Joey Wendell at twenty six. Did you see this dude? Hold on, I got it. We missed him at Dado? second. Dado, no, no. twenty three hundred bucks. Jose Caballero. Did you yeah. see the day that he had on Sunday? Three stolen bases. That's nice. And a home run. And a walk. One for one. <laughs> a walk. A home run. Three stolen bases. Um, I don't know. He's got six, four stolen bases the last 10. He's got six know. on the season. Sure. I don't know. They need like sure. any influx of offense, right? Yeah. Like any, any offense. Oh, hurt, right? No, he's right there. Just no, he's lucky. just, no, I mean, he might as right? well. He might as well be hurt. He's terrible. Sure. Uh, yeah, that's fine. I'm in on that. Uh, that's fine. Uh, we're on shortstop, right? NATO's, NATO's not bad at 23. Yeah, NATO, yeah, NATO's, NATO works. Outfield position here. Outfield we go. Top guys. Cunha, Otani, Alvarez, Trout, Betts, Yoshida. All, all there. I wouldn't play any of them. Thing. Obviously, I'd play all of them. I mean, um, Trout's fine. Otani's good. Acuna's good. I don't know if I'd go like Jordan. <laughs> yeah, probably not. I, Jordan and Mookie are the contrarian. And Yoshida's $5,800, huh? I mean, like, I'm not saying that he hasn't been great, but this, to to make this price bump, like, in the stretch that he's in is kind of a wild ride. They had a, you know, like a 19-game hit streak to, to get him there, and now he's, like, you know, hitting 250 over his last 10 games, and they're like, you know what? This is the perfect time to make him $5,800. Yeah. Well, I mean, he was over 4K for a bit, but it's been a little bit since he's homered. Um, power wise, yeah. did steal a bag uh, on Saturday though, so that's good. I, it's not. I'm not like saying I wouldn't play him. I'm just saying that like they had a full month and a half to get him to this price, and they waited until he had his like worst stretch of the year to get him. Right. Like, yeah, uh, I agree with you. Uh, Rodriguez. Speaking of guys that have been struggling, fifty-six yep. bucks. Yeah, it's. I mean, just. Like I don't I don't know what to make of this team, man. I don't know. Kyle, everyone hits Kyle Mueller or Mueller. If you don't hit him, you know I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. Seattle's gonna be popular. They're gonna be who everyone pairs with cores or fades cores for. But like Julio Rodriguez is hitting two twenty two against lefties yeah. this year. With a three oh seven woba, like which what is the real Julio Rodriguez last year or this year? That's the question. Right. I mean, obviously, I think me and everyone else who paid 60-plus dollars in an auction are hoping that uh, it was last year, and he's just having a Mark Teixeira-esque start to his right. season. Because Mark Teixeira, every year, was, like, terrible, and then June came. So here's here's what I'll say. Julio Rodriguez, okay? Average, 209. Expected batting average, 264. So... 55 points higher than his current batting average. His slug, 384. Expected slug for Julio Rodriguez, 461. Woba, 
295. Expected Woba, 341. All numbers better than they would be last year. So, like, I don't know. Like, is he just getting unlucky? He has a 263 BABIP? That feels pretty unlucky. Like, we have a... He has a 38% hard hit rate. His fly balls are... There's more fly balls I, this I'm year than there saying, was last year. At some point, the real Julio Rodriguez will stand up, right? You know? The strikeout rate is obviously elevated. The walk rate, though, is elevated. Like, he's just... I've pretty much... I'm now talking myself into... Yeah, Suarez, this is unlucky. Julio Rodriguez. Teoscar Hernandez. Teoscar Hernandez. Uh, Cabello. You know, and Kelnick, Kelnick Tom yeah, Murphy, we're, Tom we're Murphy. Just three lineups, all variations of Seattle. Uh, Jorge Soler, does he hit one out of course? What do you think? What's the money Possibly. line on hitting I mean, one he... out of the stadium? Plus one fifty. He had four <laughs> hits today he... in San Francisco, including a homer. So yeah, yeah. I mean, he looks like the guy that he was that final year was it the Kansas city 50? year where he hit 40 yeah 50 like that's the power that looks like to be on display i mean this is a world series mvp a guy with 50 home runs like he is a good uh riley green continues to uh, hit the ball pretty well 359 homered homered on the day that you called him out and i was like no nah, there's no power yeah, and then he no, homered yeah, uh, Brady Singer's his spot there. Uh, Verdugo's 45. I, I don't mind that. We're going to lead off. Uh, I would I would just go back to both those Rockies, by the Richard? way. I, I don't know if you – I don't. I didn't think Brian you mentioned them. Um, yeah, I would get to either one of them. Righties have been significantly better against Edward Cabrera oh. this year. 850 OPS, 380 Woba. So, like, Brian – Grishik, I would play both of them, both hitting over 300 yeah. against righties this year. Um, and Blackman, you said it, I think, last week, right? Like, we just haven't played him, but he's yeah. been pretty good. So No, he's, you just you just think of him as old now, right? I mean, $5,000, yeah. yep. you're like, eh, but then you look, I mean, only three home runs on the year, none in the last 10, but he's... No stolen, and no stolen yeah. bases anymore. Four doubles, to be 30, triple, 30. you know, eight runs scored. It's, it's, it's scoring points for you. Uh, Duran is $3,800. That's kind of interesting there. Uh, Yaz yep. is 38. Melendez is 37. Brian De La Cruz, another guy with power at 37. Yep. Yep. That's, I think he's a core play. Yeah. He's been awesome. He's been great. Three homers in a stolen base last 10. So $3,700 cores exposure. I mean, it's going to be hard to beat that. I yep. uh, mentioned Teoscar's 36. It's Thorin Ruiz, dude. Stolen bases every day. Every day, <laughs> stolen bases. Yes. How many is he going to steal this year? 60. He's got 20. He's 70? got 24. 70? Maybe. He has 24 in 48 right. games. So if he plays 150 games, his pace is yeah. 72. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. Like, you, I just don't understand why. I, like, I don't understand how his price hasn't. Because he's on the eighth. Right. They don't. Same reason Brent Rooker never goes above like 4K, right? Like I know, but I just feel it just feels this just and he's is hitting wrong. Like two, he two hits and four yeah. straight until today. I mean, he's still full of bags. Where he's, I, mean, I know, where he doubles and still steals a base. <laughs> How? Do you steal third? He must have stole third. Like he just, yeah. yeah just, he, right. he is his running. Fastest, fastest running at all costs. So $3,500 for a story that feels great. You've been in on Doyle. 
for a while, $3,500 for him. And righties, and righties are what's given Edward Cabrera the yep, issues. 100%. Uh, let's see here. Any other f- trade values that you're in on here? Um, I mean, uh, Xavier Edwards, we mentioned second base. You yeah. can play him in the outfield. Azuna, I guess. Um, Azuna, Mickey, uh, Mickey Moniak, yeah. if he leads off again. Uh, the issue is watch out how they use their lineup. Uh, they pinch at Taylor Ward for him a few times. Um, so if Ward's not in the lineup, we obviously have to pay attention to that. Um, Matt Veerling, I think he homered the other day in the same yeah, Eddie game. Eddie Rosario's I mean, 2500 bucks. That's not bad. Eddie Rosario, 25 he, Like, Stone is a good prospect. It's just not sure. a good spot. Like, it's just not a, a great spot. Um you know who's been pretty good? Akil Badu has been okay lately. Um, had a monster game the other day. Homer, four RBI, stolen base, but 320 over his last 10 games. He was a fun player. There's not walking everybody, but. True. Um, he's a fun player that just can't hit lefties okay. and like struggled and got sent down because of it. I don't hate getting to Badu if you're not getting to okay. Singer. Because, like, I think both of us like Singer, sure. but... All right, let's get a line about it. Are we doing cores and no cores? we got about a minute. We could do cores. Let's do Javier um, and... Or Singer. Lorenzo yeah. and Singer. Pick one. Lorenzo. Right. And then we go on Brian De La Cruz. Brian De La Cruz. Um, we could do Xavier Edwards maybe at second. We'll do a cores in Seattle. We could go Teoscar Hernandez. Unihenio um, Suarez, unless we oh, wanted Jordan, to play McMahon. Where, what was the um, uh, Colabello? Is he a second baseman? Is that the problem? Was he's a second? Yeah, he's a second and shortstop. We shortstop was a brutal position. Uh, I'm just like spelling his name incorrectly. C. It's C A B. There it is. E L L. Love it. Okay. Second baseman then? Um, we could do Edwards at second, or we could do... Okay. Um, Edwards works. Okay. Catcher. We're gonna, we might as well just try and fit in our top two guys here, right? Solar. And... Solar and, and J-Rod. Yep. All right. Uh, 42.50 for the remaining catcher and... Or space. Uh, we could play. Do you want to play Olsen as a one-off here? Yep. Olsen and then we have a punt catcher. Tom Murphy, thirty-three hundred bucks. Yeah. Langliers. Mm, let's do Tom Murphy or Col- uh, Connor Wong. Yeah, we'll be able to pivot off it. So we we'll have eight hundred dollars left over. Um, we're doing Javier over Castillo. I could pivot down Lorenzo Murphy, Olsen, Edward Suarez, uh, Cabellero. I butcher that name all the time. Ryan Taylor Cruz, Freddy Soler, and Julio Rodriguez, $800 left over. James and I will be live again at 5 o'clock Eastern. We'll talk to you all then. Good luck.